What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rigged for Dirt, the podcast that brings the adventure to you. I am Ali. I'm Frank. And uh, we are in Williams, Arizona for the second part of two uh, that we were going to do out here from uh, the second, technically second annual summer camp event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the second and a half. <laughs> It's like a it's it, it's like a leap year almost. Yeah, right? like, we had a whole we, leap year. Instead of a leap. <laughs> we had to skip COVID, so we're just acting like COVID never happened. Right, <laughs> like that whole year will just it's a wash. It's like those little kids that like put their fingers in their ears and just go la 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 la. la. Never happened, man. So, <laughs> listen, I I'll start off by saying, um, if you're in a if you're in a crappy place yourself right now in life. I mean, you may not want to listen to this episode. Cause or, I don't know. I wouldn't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll I see. I would say that maybe at the beginning it'll sound that way, but at the end, like, there's always good perspective. I think I think I definitely have a, a decent perspective yeah. in the midst of this, but I will say I am, I've been crawling through a very dark place in the last three weeks or so. Um, you know, you'd think you get through something like... Uh, our first year with COVID and you could kind of get through anything. Um, but then you just keep getting like smacked around a little and it gets to the point where you're just like, I'm kind of done like enough. I am done fighting, done struggling. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just done getting beat like yeah. enough. Um, and I've, I've been taking a few hits really hard, uh, hits to the heart, uh, hits to the wallet, hits to my body <laughs> um the toll it's taking me to get some of the shit done that i've been doing um yeah welcome to the episode of all the bitches about life for an hour um <laughs> i mean we're gonna we're definitely gonna dig into some stuff and this um i mean even without going back three weeks like even going back just three days like holy crap because yeah. i mean that that alone is a lot let alone through what, what let alone the last three weeks yeah so we're we're here in williams for the for this event and it's an event that almost didn't happen and uh um so where do i start i mean i think we kind of covered it once but three years ago i started an event called summer camp right i called up randy over at casey at the time i was just an ambassador and i said hey what do you guys think about this you down to be part of it and Randy's like, yeah, man, count us in. And, you know, and then I ended up really coming to appreciate some of the people that were within the community. And um, I wanted to see that community grow and I wanted to be part of that growth and helping it grow. So I came on board with Casey. And then, you know, COVID hit like, like I got hired in October of 2019, November, December, January, February, March. March hits, everything yeah. shuts down. And so I wasn't even there. I wasn't even there a year. Not even six. Yeah. October, that's kind of crazy. December, January, February, March. Almost six months. What? Yeah. Wow. Almost. It seems like it, it doesn't seem like it was that short. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. Almost six months and then COVID hits. Yeah. And then I mean, at that point, you're just barely starting to hit a stride. Yeah. And like, everything gets yeah. flipped upside down. And I go full digital with um, how we were approaching everything. I, I went into more of like a. Um, digital experiential thing where it's like let's try to connect with people through some of the tools that everyone's on like instagram now and you know um a lot of people were were on instagram uh to connect with each other uh just because everyone's locked down yeah you know? yeah and so we started doing ig lives and dude now we've got like like which i thought was awesome dozens on the get-go yeah dozens and dozens yeah. of like these like sessions and it expanded the family yeah brought new people in and let new people like uh find out about you know the growth and so on and so forth so that happened and unfortunately summer camp got canceled and there was going to be i was going to co-brand it under um or just rebranded under kc mm -hmm. um, because i was like well you know kc summer camp right well, COVID hits, we end up not being able to do it. And, uh, are you guys leaving? No, okay. <clears throat> Sorry. We've got some people at camp, uh, moving about. Um, so, uh, totally lost my train of thought. So summer hits summer. Yeah. So, um, wait, what do you mean? Summer hits. So you said, you said summer hits and then you were rebranding Casey. Oh summer camp. Yeah. So, oh, oh, that's right. So we were rebranding KC as Summer Camp, like K-C-A-M-P. Right. I thought that was really clever. Uh, 
and uh and then we have to postpone and so you know a lot of time work energy relationships um you know like the shamana relationship you brought on board uh that i was able to cultivate and turn into something like you know ongoing that even remained into uh this go around right it stuck around yeah and it's like couldn't catch a break because then the delta variant spikes and even shimano had to pull out of this event but what's even worse is that kc uh we got mosquitoes freaking the oh, size of all like, over little hummingbirds like they're yeah it's amazing on a tangent it's amazing that these mosquitoes like you can see them coming at you yeah. they're so big yeah usually you don't see them in california like, right yeah you know they're very yeah. tiny these fuckers are huge um so <clears throat> we end up uh I end up uh, um, getting an email, and or uh, first it was a call, and Alan was like, you know, if if somebody in Williams gets sick, like it's gonna shut down my whole operation, and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, fuck, okay, well, wh- what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I think we may have to cancel. I'm like, dude, you can't cancel. And then it's like, and so he's like, all right, so if we don't cancel, we need to impose X, Y, Z. So he had all these restrictions of mask use and what have you. And I'm like, dude, like these people don't want to come and like, you know, wear masks and stuff. They want to come and just kind of be outdoors and camp. Like that's right. why they're going outdoors. Right. Like, they want not... to be outside, spread out, having yeah. a good time. They're yeah. not indoors. And then, um, you know, and then Fieldcraft was like, dude, we can't even, we, we can't effectively do what we do if people's faces are covered and we can't have a clear line of communication with one another. Right. So quite a few things happened quickly where fieldcraft uh essentially was going to just say due to the fact that they couldn't do what they needed to do um they wouldn't be able to remain with the event um and this is after the the restriction email that came out and uh and yeah man i mean it all almost fell apart and unfortunately um it uh it at one point did get fully canceled an email went out and then there was a Q&A session that got uh, scheduled. And it was uh, Alan's opportunity to talk to the community and let them know what's going on and kind of apologize and, and that and the other. Like, you know, it was, it was very good of him to, like, be transparent and yeah, open. Yeah, be accessible, right? Cause yeah. He, that, was, that was the Zoom call, right? Yep, yeah. the Zoom call. Within that same Zoom call, it went from Alan to Taylor, who's taking over a lot of the responsibilities of work. Um. And, uh, and then it went to me and once it got to me after they had said their piece and Alan was like, yeah, I think we need to cancel or we're going to have to cancel because of X, Y, Z. And then, um, and then Taylor was kind of like just agreeing with him. And then, you know, it's like, Hey, Ali, like, do you have something you want to say? I'm like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, well, you know, what if, what if I did it? You know, what if like, like when you say that, you don't mean like you doing the work, you mean like you doing it, you taking over the event. Yeah. I took over the event yeah. and like, you know, it's my liability. It's yeah. my responsibility. It's now my, my thing. Um, and I, you know, from year one, when I first did it to, to now, it's definitely something that I wanted to see grow and continue. Yeah. It's and, been a passion project from the very beginning for oh, you. hundred percent. Yeah. And, uh, and the community that comes together and type of people that, that rally around it have been nothing but phenomenal and you get you get everyone you get everyone from like the um ig famous to the um just really interesting yeah but not like ig famous you know but like people that are at least doing stuff they're all talented right yeah i think that's the they're all talented talented or good good people yeah the good part of it too is like a big deal like where it's like you know you just want the right mix of community around you you want the right um you don't want to worry about anyone yeah you know yep and so i think we did a really good job with that year one uh everyone was able to have a really good time um unfortunately with the way that everything kind of escalated de-escalated re-escalated like just it was such a it was a lot of up and down yeah and it was with how connected and just close this event has been for me personally because it was like you know my little baby and like you know the love that i had for kc like made it so that I, you know, wanted to just, I was willing to give it over completely and continue to build this, you know, tradition, uh, with a brand that I really cared about. Um, and I use past tense, not necessarily because I don't care about it because there's a lot of great people still, uh, behind the scenes, um, and doing the blood, sweat and tears part of KC. 
Well, there's uh, also like I think another element that makes it even harder to walk away from like doing the event is that the first one was was did something pretty cool, which is a lot of us became really close. Mm-hmm. Like people that had met for the first time starting to rain the, again. Yeah. People that had met for the first time at the first summer camp, uh-huh. like over the course of that last year and a half, two years, became really good friends and really sure. close. And that and, and it became a really tight knit group. So I I mean it was apparent on the call. Like everybody was like, I wanna see my friends. Yeah. Like I wanna get together. I, I wanna, wanna I miss out. I miss these people. Yeah. You know? And it's a cool opportunity to come together. But yeah. what I was what I was saying was like I don't say past, I don't even use the past tense because it's like not necessarily because I don't like uh, the company or the brand, um, but they did let me go two weeks, two weeks ago, about something like that. Yeah. Know, three weeks. Three oh, weeks. Gosh. Yeah. So it's been, it's been extremely emotional. Um, you know, it's been very difficult uh, off and on constantly dealing with um the, the consistent changes yeah. that my life has undergone and then the added stress of going from just kind of like a coordinator of an event to the, the organizer and the owner essentially essentially yeah the yeah. owner of this new like thing that you know i now have plans to to expand and grow and, yeah you know but it's like it all came so fast and yeah. you know it's these little blessings too that where it's like oh you know now you have time <laughs> You know, but it's like that time, you know, this, this event doesn't bring in income either. So it's, you know, it's, uh, it's still one of those issues where it's like, okay, well now I got to figure out, okay, if you want to do this, how do you make money doing that? And it's like, I think the answer is going to be like going into a hybrid of like branding and event experiential kind of um, yeah. marketing. Um, yeah, with all that said, uh, it's just been tough. And I, I was joking with you, like, where I think this event was successful because looking back, I just feel nothing but stressed out. Right. And you didn't have fun at your own party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, something must have gone right then. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, if I was having too much fun, then I wasn't doing enough work, you know? But I mean, look at the smiles around. Like, that was, to me, that's, that's, that's the success. Everyone had a great time. People are still hanging out, having a great time. Yeah. Um, you know the weather today is total shit. The weather today <laughs> definitely is shit, but people are like that. Literally has not changed the mood, yeah. which is which is saying something. Totally. And also, side note, I think it's the first podcast we ever recorded in the rain. Is it really? I think it is. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So so I mean, there's there's a lot of emotions, like a lot. There's a lot of uh, uh, mixed feelings and yeah, just. And that's not even leading up. That's all the stress before you hit the road to come here. Yeah. And so I, I spent the last like three weeks rebuilding everything that I broke on Kate. Um, you know, and that was, was a crunch, right? Thing. That was, was a crunch. I mean, I put in a lot of hours like before and after it would get really hot. Yeah. Um, and even more towards the end, like while it was getting really hot, um, like, yeah, just went all out to get this done and she's driving great yeah no death wobble nothing perfect perfect except you know 290 miles out from williams arizona um she just dies and overheats and just is just in so many bad ways you know um in terms of functionality and i'm like whoa what happened and next thing i know there's like smoke coming out of the engine bay and that's gosh let me back up so we're in we're in barstow and she like fails and then we have to wait hours for the tow guy and, oh wow and i was like adamant to get out here like there was nothing that was going to stop it from happening so i said screw it i'm gonna go and um i'm just gonna go i'm not gonna go back I'm you're gonna, gonna go get a, you're gonna get a tow forward uh, to east, here east, eastbound yeah. so I, I brought my broken jeep to the campsite <laughs> but i'll tell you like it was a it was a mission to do that in itself because we get towed to needles they won't tow us past state line um we were trying to talk the guy into like hey we'll just pay you just keep towing us yeah and he, he wouldn't do it he's not having it um and so bryce golden sadies you should check him out he's got a really cool vehicle that is always like if if there was ever a award for most unique rig he would get it absolutely um the thing the thing hauls he took me for a spin today it is a badass mercedes diesel powered like just just fun. gambler 500 yeah freaking like fine haver you know like yeah. it's just 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 this fun little like rocket missile um that he can beat on and not worry about like it's all party it's all party no stop no quit (laughs) anyways uh so bryce says hey how come 
I'll come and uh, tow you in. And I'm like, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. So Bryce, uh, Bryce leaves from here, comes to Needles, grabs me, and then uh, we get in. So instead of getting in on Thursday at like 8 o'clock, which yeah. it was originally yeah. scheduled, I get in on Friday at 4.30 in the morning, don't get to sleep until 5.30, wake up at like 7, and like get to work. And it was, I mean, the shit that I had gone through, right? Wow. And at one point, my body's starting to shut down because I'm just exhausted. And my buddies, Matt Vaness, uh, Matt Schultz, uh, Martin, um, even Dustin came in to like, lend a pair of eyes. Like They all got rallied around the Jeep and started ripping off the, the um, intake manifold and everything to get to this oil cooler, which you know was hopefully what we thought was the issue. Yeah. And, it had uh, cracked, right, or something yeah. like that? I mean, everyone came together the way that yeah, everyone it was. Yeah, it was a huge rally. It was amazing. And yeah. even even now, people are still coming together to help me get back home. But um, unfortunately, uh, well, let me let me keep going. So just on the Kate side, uh, my buddy Justin, you know, our friend Justin comes yeah. in. And uh, he's, a, he's a really amazing, um, uh, knowledgeable person when it comes to vehicles and all things race. Yeah, and, that dude uh, is, yeah, brilliant. So he helped um, put everything back together. Nick from Rome Adventure, he got me all my parts because he was on his way in. So um, we had a, um, I had everything I thought I needed. Yeah, we thought we had all the parts. The things we were starting to turn around, right? We yeah, were, we were felt, like making progress. It felt like it felt like oh man, like this, this, this sucks. This could but, happen, <laughs> but it's but it's all coming together. Yeah, this um, could happen. Yeah. And, you know, there was talk about me going on this Montana trip, you know, with, with the guys, like after everything got fixed and there was like a lot of optimism and we started her up and, uh, we had the radiator cap off cause we had to fill up the radiator. We just wanted to get, let the thermostat kind of like open up and she just spit out like two feet of like radiator fluid. Wow. Uh, turns out that's a clear sign of compression putting pressure into your system into the into the coolant system into the coolant system which yeah. shouldn't be there because it, that pressure comes from the engine right it should stay in the engine <laughs> it should stay in the engine right. <laughs> and so yeah she's got a either a cracked head a blown head gasket one way or another there's just a lot of issues with the engine right now um the yeah. the supercharger has been great but i think it has put stress you know and so again you're force inducting a vehicle that's not technically designed to be force inducted yeah and we found some interesting things on the intake. Um, oh, really? Manifold where there was like some melting happening from super high intake air temperatures. No and way. Like that. Yeah, it was just, wow. It was pretty nuts. Um, just cracked and crusted. Whoa. And, and then we had a, there was a line off of the original oil cooler that was just clogged. Like, I don't know. So many different things just happened all at Yeah. The same it just kind of culminated into this catastrophic Dude. failure. So I can't really, again, once again, point my finger at any one thing, uh, but it was a combination of quite a few. And so now, you know, my vehicle is, you know, effectively inoperable uh, for the time being until I find a new motor and figure out what I'm going to do exactly and how I'm going to do it. It's just been a lot to deal with. Um, it's been a lot to deal with leaving a company that I, I really loved and cared about um, due to... Uh, um, family internal family dynamic issues which is not a you know i love alan and alan tried to like reassure me it's not due to like performance but you know he owns the company with his father and then his brother's a partner and you know it's a family it's family yeah. owned. it's like you know kc to them is as much like the wagoneer is um is like is as much like as like you know Alan's Wagoneer is his property like well Casey's technically their property so yeah. yeah absolutely you know when the decision came it's like can't really get too mad well I mean I can because of I went through so much shit over the last two years <laughs> at the hands <laughs> at the hands of an individual um, who just went out of his way to make me feel unwelcome and unfortunately had a lot of clout within the company and he uh, um, you know you can't you can't you can't really fuck with family or, or ownership like you have no you know there's no way for you to there's no yeah I mean, i've i've worked for family companies um in my life growing up and that's that's the one that's a hard stop yeah. right like there's no win yeah. like, that's it you you it, it's a family business and with in my case it was um uh you know mother 
mother, father, and and three three kids, right. and they all together kind of ran the business. And if it comes down to to who's going to get the promotion or who's going to get the raise or who's going to get the thing, they're going to take care of their family. Yep. They're going to take care of their employees, and they were very kind to us and very caring yep. to us. But that's but at the end of the day, it's their business. They they come first. Look, and at the end of the day, they're assuming the risks. They're yeah, assuming totally. Like they're yeah. they're paying for people's uh, lifestyles and absolutely you know, yeah. livings, and you know you can empathize and and understand that. But I think for me, I think where some of the bitterness or or hard feelings come from is like having busted my ass and like drank the Kool Aid and mixed the Kool Aid to have somebody who's who's just had gone out of his way so much to like just constantly put me down. It's like, and and not only that, but like so much younger than me and just so much less experienced and then having to deal with that day after day after day and it wears, then, it'll it'll wear you down and for sure. you know it was th- i was thankful for people like alan and you know bobby at the company and you know like alan alan was right there beside me you know but yeah. alan's hands are tied like he can't yeah. it's it's a hard thing to have to deal with um so you know yeah i'm bummed yeah i'm a little pissed but at the end of the day will life move on and go on and was were there great opportunities and great, you know, moments? Like a hundred percent. Absolutely, you know? there were. Yeah. I mean, you look at uh, some of the posts that have come through from like uh, Overland X, you know, Marco or, or some of the other guys, and how much fun they had um, doing other things around camp, or you know, going off and doing a race against, you know, off the grids uh, race jeep. Um, you okay there? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just got something in my eye. I just like it's I probably a mosquito. Probably. Fucking mosquitoes. Um. Yeah, they they just you know everyone ended up making it kind of their own, like it's what I kind of like as I as I've sat back and kind of reflected on what this has done, this event has done, and what it's brought. It gave everyone an opportunity to, to cut loose, um, be fed well, um, you know, unwind, yeah. detach, disconnect, and then uh, you know, um, kind of build their memories the way they wanted to build them. Um, I will, I will take ownership for the fact that, you know, after everything went back and forth so much, I did, uh, I did let off the gas on the organization part of it because it was just, it was just too much, too fast. Yeah. And I couldn't really get a new itinerary together. Uh, there was some misinformation thrown out at the end too, once I took over, where it was like, the language was like, it's canceled, but you know, the, the, the fine print was, oh, Casey's canceled their liability. And yeah. Casey's out, but that's yeah. not, it's the event. Is, or, yeah. Yeah the events in so it just some people just took that as it was canceled and it's like and then so we lost we lost warren as a result um which sucked and then chemical guys uh also didn't yeah come through i was able to salvage chemical guys by getting some like uh really cool swag bags for everybody which yeah, those was like, were really cool yeah. yeah like actually nice you yeah, know like absolutely you can, you'll actually be able to wash your car with this kit yeah um <laughs> uh which was which is great but at the same time like I was really looking forward to an experience of having people like connect with and talk to and um, associate with. So, you know, I went a little loose on this one, but now that it is mine and I am taking over, I'm going to uh, focus on the future of doing uh, multiple events uh, next year um, with a couple opportunities to have more people come, but still vetted, still, um, still, people that you want to be around and i think that's part of the secret sauce of this where it's like you have a good community and we're building a community and we're building like you know these types of like relationships that will transcend the event and move past it brands are able to organically just be intermixed within the experience so there's no I mean, we had we had a couple banners up for Super Seventy Three because it was like we had we needed a little area for their bikes, and of course KC let them like they they did so much. Still, they still like even though they pulled out, yeah. Which the hashtag officially was never pull out twenty twenty one, but even though they did pull out in terms of like liability, um, they were still very involved. They still like uh, kept the catering, uh, kept the campsites, um, the kayak rentals, like all that stuff. Yeah, so I really yeah. appreciate their involvement and look forward to that being a thing moving forward. Um, but you know, it's, there's always, there's always a couple sides to anything, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, long story short, you know, I'll continue to do this off the grid has already, um, come on board and Bobby like reached out to me. and's like, we want title sponsor for next year. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. 
so it's like okay so like what does winter camp look like what does summer camp look like um you know fieldcraft is very interested and they should be um in terms of the fact that this really you know when done right this event does become kind of like a fieldcraft event yeah it, you know? it, it definitely fits in very good with what they do like it's it's very parallel well i mean and and the community that i worked on proactively to build is a center to center right community for the most part like we don't you know, we don't have a lot of lefts leaning like hard, like at the time. And part of that echoed like my own, um, style and the relationships I would create. Um, and some of it's just the culture of the off-road community. They are very kind of like, you know, center, center, right. And we try to stay away from any of the extreme rights, extreme lefts. We do have center left too. I would say you're kind of center left, you know, compared to me being more center, right. But, um, we don't have a lot of galvanized, I try. I try not to bring those 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 elements in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, shit. We even had like you know Ernesto from Cry Precision here, um, which is the company who owns Multicam, and he was here. And you know, even he's like center right. Like he's not a very, you know, he works for a very hardcore um, manufacturer of like first responder uh, military, you know, apparel. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, even he's got a nice head on his shoulders where it's very even keeled and balanced. So, yep, yep. um, that community, you know, I think loves this kind of stuff. And so the plan is, is potentially that, uh, Fieldcraft has its own property with a lake or not a lake, a, a river with fish, like that has fish and, um, facilities nearby and opportunities to do really, really, really cool stuff. So I'm looking forward to next year. Um, working on uh working on a very tighter more uh closely connected uh event with fieldcraft yeah and off the grid surplus um and then the the plans that i have for winter camp and i still have to start vetting out the ideas but those are going to be cool too um because you know yeah that sounds pretty awesome who doesn't like to, to snow wheel you know <laughs> absolutely um but anyways i mean long story short i don't know man i mean it's kind of hard for me to ramble about it like How's it been from your perspective? I mean, from my perspective, it was definitely different, um, but not but different like in the sense that um, there's an evolution, right? Like it, things things change, things get handled, and you know we we got dealt some t some challenges as a, as a group, right? I mean, in, and you you solved a lot of those challenges, right? And so I think from your perspective, I can definitely see how it was stressful and how you didn't have any fun at your own party. But from my perspective, like I feel like there was a certain amount of, of build your own fun and then a certain amount of, I'm going to, we're going to provide some tools for your fun. Right. right. Like, and the group really kind of came together and took care of themselves in a lot of ways. Really right. Did. Like, yeah. like the whole Sedona thing. Right. Yeah. Like there was a bunch of guys that, Hey, let's go. Why don't we go wheel in Sedona? A lot of us aren't from the area. Sedona's really close. Adam, Adam put that together and they went out in the morning, had a great time. Others wanted to go kayaking and stand up paddle on the lake yep. and fish. We had that too. They did that. And so it was kind of like a, a build your own adventure kind of scenario, right? right. Which was really cool. And I, I mean, think that's what kind of makes summer camp a success. Um, I do think could have had a little more structure. Yeah. I do think that, um, there could have been some together events, yeah. um, mostly to get to know people because yeah. I think, um, you know, that got a little more difficult as the group spread apart of knowing, right. well, who's that over there? I've never met that person or, you know, yeah. or, you know, seen that, seen that build or talk about their experiences. Um, so I think, but I, but I, but again, like that's not, that's something that you just, you just see it, you learn it, you adapt and you, and, the, and you do the next one slightly different. Like yep. it's hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was, like at one point, everyone took off to go to the off-the-grid uh, drag race with yeah. the 392 and the <laughs> yeah. off-the-grid race jeep, yeah. which was fucking awesome. And honestly, I was like bummed I couldn't I couldn't go myself. Um, but it's like, you know, you've had people here multiple days and it's monsoon season, so they're getting rained on off and on. And right, in the afternoons, yeah. Or, or a lot or, of downtime. The There's yeah. a lot of downtime. You're not constantly active because you need to, you know, maybe shelter in place a little bit or, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, shelter from the rain, yeah, for sure. Shelter from the rain. So... You know, it wore on people, and I think, you know, um, when they had that race, a few people, like, took off. Um, but, you know, it's just, at the end of the day, it's like, if they had fun, and I was able to, like, kind of facilitate that exactly. fun and bring them together exactly. to go do those fun things, then it's, like, mission accomplished. Like. Exactly. Like, that's okay. And uh, and so it's like, you know, there's, there's things that I've learned for next year 
uh, there's things that um, I've learned just about perseverance and um, kind of like finding my own grit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of it is is making your own way, like making your own direction and, and maybe, maybe not even so much that, but making your own, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like you can decide to be bummed, like you said in a post, I think, or a video, you could decide to be bummed and pissy and, and throw a fit and get upset at things, or you can, you know, sit back, evaluate and attack it. Right. And and come at it. Right. And I think, so you kind of make your, your own fortune in that way. Right. Like you kind of, instead of letting it just happen to you, you, you can kind of start to direct it and dictate the outcome. I mean, it could have been so much easier, honestly, to just be like, okay, it's canceled. Yeah. I totally. Hey, Ash, me and you're going to go hang out and have a nice little weekend. Weekends ours. This is done. Yeah. We're going to go wine tasting. I don't know. Like, and there were, there were parts of me that were like, that sounds actually really nice, especially with my 14 year anniversary coming up on the 17th, you know, like, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, but then, you know, there was this feeling of responsibility. There was this feeling of like not wanting, not wanting the party to, to not happen, you know, and wanting to see all the faces from that year one come back and get together and have some community and have some like, you know, um, camaraderie and, and it happened, it happened and we got, we got those things. Um, and again, there's, there's learnings for next year, but you, you gotta, you, you can either throw your hands up or you can move up or you can take ownership. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, there's only a couple ways around any given thing. And, um, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to take ownership sometimes because it requires a lot of work. Um, I don't think people really understood like, uh, my own out of pocket, you know, I, hopefully we'll be getting reimbursed from some sponsors, but you know, that, that money, but the way everything switched so fast, like I've been out of pocket on everything, um, with the anticipation of getting right of, of the money of, back of the money's coming in. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, it's, it, those aren't things that you necessarily want people to worry about you're right, coming right. to your event. But at the same time, you're like, Oh, you're leaving. Okay. Well, that I could have saved $300. I could have saved three, $500 there, right. but cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with all this dry tip shit? <laughs> um, and that's not to say like we had uh, like the entire thing leave. It's just, you know, even one person you're like, it's hard to, because it's hard I, to not count that when you're, when you're the one managing. Yeah. Because every, end to end, yeah, every single 100%. thing I did was for the individuals, yeah. not for just this big group. I do the same thing. It's, it's just, you can't, you can't avoid looking at it that way because you're so intimately involved with it. Right, and you know the stress and the work that you put in to make it happen, and you know the amount of money it took to make it happen, and so yeah, you just can't not look at it that way. That's just that that's the life of putting on events, right? That's yeah. the life of you kind of look at it, and so yeah, I, I feel you, and I don't I don't blame you, but I think the key is to kind of you know like I think which is probably where you're going. I don't want to steal your thunder, no, but to look at it. No, you have to look. Perspective, yeah, right? you have to. You have to kind of take a step back. Exactly. And say, like, what is my end goal here? Like, what do I really want? Do I want to have this one and done, and like you know, be bummed about like certain things that either happened or didn't happen, or do I want to be like, okay, here's what we're learning from this part. Here's what we're going to do better next time. Here's how we're going to kill it next time. Right. Like, and right. so I've been going. I've I've been on this fucking like just roller coaster, dude. Roller coaster of highs and lows of super positive to super negative um it comes dude it's like almost crazy it's like one second i'll be like yeah it's okay you know companies have to make hard decisions and i'm unfortunately i was part of that hard decision that's a really nice way and the other part of me is like the little bastard got his way and you know now i'm fucking like you know and you keep going back and forth on these emotions and these feelings and you try and you to probably have question which one is right well yeah and you jump back 100%. and forth and you're questioning if you should Am I being you, too nice should, right yeah, now exactly should i be angry maybe i should well be angry. my wife is telling me to be angry and i'm yeah. like babe i don't want to be angry and she's like you should be because you put so much heart soul and energy i'm like well I'm, i was just another cog yeah like i think that's what hurt the heart yeah you know, when i said I, my heart got hurt yeah my body got hurt my pocket got hurt. Well, the thing that hurt my heart was just like, you know, every dollar I spent that was KC's was a dollar I treated like it was my own. Right. Like, um, even now that KC's like covered catering, I've called twice to, um, cut down the amount of food. Cause I saw us throwing away a little bit too much food. We had, we had order over ordered. Yeah. And I've no incentive to do that. They're paying for it. They right. can deal with it. Right. But that's not me. 
And that's not that's not how I like to treat. Yeah, we're not wasteful individuals. We're not wasteful, yeah. and at the same time, it's like that money, like that would be saved in one spot, could go to somewhere else better for yep. like the company. And it's like, you know, it's a very personal issue that I have. It's not a company issue that I have. Like, Alan's still a brother. Like, you know, I care about that guy. Yeah, there are so many people at Casey that I care about. Yeah, that I absolutely. Love. Um, but there is just this resentment towards you know individual players that you know it does make me upset it does make i think me the angry. frustrating part and the part and the reason why it is a struggle is exactly that is that you have parts and elements that you love and i think i'm not as intimately involved obviously as you would be right but you know i know you well we talk a lot and i think what stings the most is knowing that it didn't have to go down this way it just it didn't yeah I know. There's, it could have gone so many other ways but at the end of the day, it is what it is. And, you know, we, like, like I was saying, like we were saying with other problems that we have and other issues that we deal with is you, you decide, you decide how you want to deal with it. You decide how you want to tackle it and how you want to move forward. Yeah. Right. And build your own fortune, build your own future. Right. And I think, you know, we were talking about this writing out when we went into Williams earlier today. Right. And like, this could be, it could be a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. And normally when that happens, you don't know it right away. Right. You don't see it you know through the trees right you don't right away you can see the forest through the yeah trees, right? it you, you'll see it later when when things start to come together and fall into place and you start to see a, a plan or you know a path and so it, this this could be one of those situations if yeah know, i mean i again i feel like i'm crazy because i keep going <laughs> back and forth through like extreme optimism and pessimism absolutely yeah. that's i think that's and i don't think you should beat yourself up over that i think that's totally normal i do it I do it, you know, all the time. I, I, I second guess if I made the right decision sure. or if I'm taking something too personally. Sure. Yeah. Right. Am I, am I taking, should I be taking it as personal as I am or should I just let it be, you know, water off a duck's back and move on? Yeah, be a duck. And should I be callous about it? Right. And, you know, part of me says, well, no, you should take things personal to some degree. Like they should be important to you. If they're not important to you, why are you doing it? Right. Right. And so. But and that's it's a hard balance, man. Well, it, it just it's goes a hard back, balance. It just goes back to almost being like a parent. Like, you don't want your kids worrying about like your money coming in. Like, you don't want your kids worrying about anything. You just want them to be to secure, live their and lives, live right? their lives yeah. and have fun. And I'm not calling kids. Yeah, I'm not calling all the attendees here kids. But at the same time, it's like they don't have to worry. They don't have to worry themselves with what they're I here did to have fun. That event. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just here to have a good time. And if that can, you know, happen, and I can facilitate it cool and seems like it happened yeah it did i just don't know what happened to the last three days like <laughs> they were all a blur <laughs> yeah my, i mean my my head hurts um but my i think body aches my my big takeaways are this like there were moments that i saw like pure magic right like there were times when people were were organically kind of bundling together and having and having super fun organic conversations like last night Last night, you guys were doing some pretty serious work under the hood, yeah. replacing stuff, and right. it was it was dark, yeah. right? And and there was like a dozen of us sitting on a flatbed right in front of Kate, yeah. And we were, and I know, I know, that was the community coming together. It was, and yeah. I know, and the and I know it might have looked like we were having a party next to your hard work, but we no, weren't. Not at all. We wanted to be present, and even if we couldn't help. We just wanted to be supportive by being present. No, that you was know? that's so cool. You like, bring that that's, up. Like that's, that's I felt it. Yeah, right. Like, I was like, oh shit, these guys could be in, these guys could be by the fire exactly. right now with Eva Rupert like exactly. mixing these crazy drinks that she was doing yep. out of like a gas container, which right? is awesome, <laughs> which is rad. <laughs> but no, they're they're here. They're here. And a couple of times I said, hey guys, just go like go have fun, go have fun. Yeah. But you guys were having fun and chilling. Right, we were having fun just being being like as a group and yeah. collectively together. Right. And I think that's like, that's, that's one of those moments where you appreciate, like we were saying earlier, the circle of friends that you've built, the people that, that, that you've surrounded yourself with. I mean, I've known some people here for a long time, like the Puffenburgers, Jesse mm-hmm. and Robert, like I've known them for a long time and they're just, they're, they're, they're flat towing me back home. Yeah. They're, they're super nice. You know, like I remember when Jesse would come to me and asking me questions about her goose gear stuff. And when she was first starting on <laughs> her right. build and now like her build is nuts. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Yeah. And, she, and for those of you who don't know her, Jesse, she has architect trooper on Instagram. I think it is. She's rebel rally. She does the rebel rally. Yeah. yeah she's, she's awesome. She's, she's and, and they're like the Such most humble, <laughs> yeah. like 
friendly salt of the earth people that you'll ever meet and um i i walked up to her and i and like you said right i asked her i said hey jesse i'm gonna i need to ask you for a favor um and she's like anything and she and when she says that she means it she's not just saying that as like you know a platitude like she totally means it and i told her and she's like yep i'll drive the jeep home robert yeah. we'll, we'll tow it i appreciate that dude. and she and dude it didn't even require like you asked me zero. you're like hey can i should i go talk to jesse i'm like uh, yeah like i because i just don't want it's it hard totally yeah you don't want to impose and you don't want yeah. to you don't want to feel like you're just putting people out you know yeah and you asked and they were like without hesitation yeah. all in and yeah i appreciate it um dude i mean honestly like i think the point of this episode really is to just put out there like if if life can slap me around the way it has in the last like month and really just fuck with me um but i can still be here and i can still move forward it's like hopefully that gives some people the opportunity to think about what they're going through and realize that well what is the way forward like okay like xyz is in my way but what can i do to get past it like what can i do to make it better or what how can i minimize the damage or you know where is the opportunity and you know for me the opportunity was just moving forward yeah i was like okay whatever it takes to like move this fucking ball forward like whatever it takes to just keep pushing on um and that's you know sometimes to a fault like like i put myself in situations where now yeah i'm not having fun at the party because i'm worried about the party i'm worried about the people at the party and i'm worried about you know adam taking a spill on the super 73 bike and (laughs) breaking his fucking collarbone this is uh every man overland yeah who is the last guy you would ever expect he is totally the last guy that that happened to he's the last guy i would expect to be involved in shenanigans because (laughs) he's so on top of shit he's always like you know focused and you know yeah. like oh god <laughs> to hear that i was like you guys are fucking with me right nope. i thought it was the other adam i thought it was yeah, that one I, dude. that's what i expected yeah, yeah. When, when they told matt when they told me that he crashed on the bike i was like of course he did <laughs> and then yeah. and then i found out it was the other i was like wait what <laughs> yeah like i did not see that coming um what i think i want to do um and i know we don't we, we've been doing like some longer episodes but for this one it's like let's just leave it it's heavy. I let's, don't. I, I think that's. I let's think that's leave it. I'd like to yeah. see how I feel in a couple of days after I get home. If I, if I get home, um, <laughs> see how the see where I'm at with the Jeep. Kind of figure out what my plan is. I should yeah. be able to try to put together some kind of plan. Get in a good assessment. Of time. Yeah. Um, and then I really want to talk about what this event was and what we did and what went down. Um, you know, off the top, you know, thanking companies like you know KC for continuing their involvement. Um, you know, there's just some unfortunate shit that has gone down, but I hope to get through this emotional roller coaster and be able to come back to it's still a family that we've created together. Not necessarily any one person at KC, yeah. but a yeah. family that was created collectively by a group of people who care about one another. Yeah. I want to get back there. Right now I'm not I'm I'm feeling a little detached from that. Yeah. I'm feeling like the community that I have is separate, but and it is, I guess, but it, it really what it is is an opportunity for the community to grow and get larger. Right, exactly. That's exactly it. So long story short, I think, you know, thanks to Casey, thanks to Camp Chef, uh, thanks to Shimano, who unfortunately couldn't come, but did send us water bottles so we didn't have to waste a bunch of cups. Awesome. (laughs) Um, You know, huge thanks to all the volunteers who came through, especially like Christina, the Huntress, uh, Christina and the Huntress. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's got her, her, uh, the Huntress is her Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so bad with people's freaking uh, um, Instagram names. but she like came through to help me organize and figure things out. Hang on one second. So anyways, where was I? You know, a couple of sponsors came on very last minute, Innova uh, Electronics, right, that's right. which really came through to save the day. Um, Super 73, which kind of took the place of, um, not, I wouldn't say they like took the place, but they just added to another two wheeled experience that Shimano was going to originally provide. Yeah. I could totally see the two companies like side by side at an event. It's personally. definitely a very different. They're yeah. not. They're not in the same no. freaking. Yeah. No. <laughs> As a matter not of fact, not in the same sphere. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if they use Shimano components for. They the, do. I actually had derailers. They were oh, they Z, do. They were, they were Z derailers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Those were, that's so yeah, funny. Yeah, they were some of they were, they were some of our older derailers. Yeah. It's that's funny. so funny. Uh, but anyway, so the point being is a lot of peop- a lot of good people, solid people like Jerry from Tempo Tusk came together yeah. to really make sure that 
we were able to have a good time and you know i'm just thankful for the opportunity to be able to like speak to these people in a way that builds their confidence to trust me to still throw an event and uh that's a lot of it i mean that's a lot of what brings sponsors on board is trust yeah right they're 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 trusting your ability to to come through yeah i mean rugged provided comms for us for yeah. the week and they you know uh martin from milestar managed to help cover some costs you know i was uh, supposed to get a radio from him actually yeah I he's gone he's yeah. gone he's gone he, he gone. <laughs> you should have jumped on that basket. yeah um, you know, off the grid did camp shirts for everybody, yeah. you know, adventure rigs did sticker sheets for every, like it was really cool. Um, what we were able to kind of give, uh, back to everyone and, you know, have them walk away kind of stoked, you know, whether yeah. it was, Oh dude, forget the fact that heat wave, like threw in like, I don't know, 60 plus pairs of sunglasses that, you know, the first 60 people. Oh yeah. Got you super, had sunglasses. That's yeah. right. That's right. I did save a pair and it got taken out of the swag tent. What? Yeah, sorry, buddy. Oh, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> but it's okay. I got I, I got plenty more. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sweating but, it. <laughs> but you know, like seeing everyone walking around rolling with their heat waves, like yeah. that was that was rad. pretty cool. Yeah, the that fact that Justin cool. did that was so cool. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many so many partners. You know, let alone Fieldcraft, yeah. who will be partnering with me in a much larger way for next year. Like relationships got built like uh trust was built um you know it made me feel like i had members of the community rally behind me not just the company i worked for which right. gave me a lot of trust in myself to you know it should give you confidence yeah confidence to yeah. carry this forward and yeah maybe do something you know in a bigger way so we'll see we'll see what the future looks like uh we'll see where we go from here um you know, you and I are still doing a ton of shit too on the side, like <laughs> events, events are us. Right. Events um, are us. Yeah. That'll you know, be our, that'll be our LLC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, look forward to, uh, um, a show and swap event coming up soon. Yes. I cannot wait for that. In I'm partnership really with Torco, yeah. uh, Rebel and others. Yeah. Um, it should be a really fun event where you'll be able to bring out your, um, your gear out of your garage stuff that you don't use or you think you can get a couple bucks for yep and uh not only show off your vehicle but actually sell out of your vehicle and sell all your old parts that you don't want yeah. anymore yeah you know why not absolutely it's not, it's not doing you any good getting you know the stink eye from your mother-in-law because shit's like <laughs> or your wife. on the side of the house yeah <laughs> or your wife you're taking up like almost another car's worth of garage space with crap you don't need anymore yeah, yeah let it go let it go let it go at this event and make some money in in the process yeah really cool um but yeah you know as as usual we have the rfd events and we're working slowly towards uh norcal yeah um we got some interest there yeah i heard that yeah uh we've got a cleanup in the works yep you know with our land yep and milestar and uh i believe it's going to be with tread lightly you yeah know, so we have a lot of we have a lot of cool things. A lot of cool things coming. Yeah. And yeah. There's there's a lot of really cool things in the works. So so I think on the next episode, I'll get into like what summer camp really was, what yeah. we did here. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you guys won't feel too uh, upset about the fact that you weren't invited. <laughs> Some of you. Um, but, you know, again, the, there's opportunities to grow this. That's the plan, right? Yeah. yeah organically, yeah. slowly, right, correctly, and just see where we can take it. Yep. Yep. But, um. Yeah, man. I thank you for your support too, and always, always being right. a sounding board for me while I went through a very stressful time. Um, actually, even this podcast has been a little cathartic, where I feel like a little bit better than where <laughs> we started. Just get it off your chest. Yeah, absolutely. Then I look up this at my Jeep. This has been therapy for both of us on quite a few occasions. I'm Dude, not gonna lie. We're underneath my awning by my Jeep, and I every time I look up at my Jeep, that pit in my stomach gets a little. Like, I got to figure out. <sighs> okay, I don't know definitely. if I'm doing a. I don't know if I'm going back to a 3.6 or we're going to go up from here or what we're doing, but um, something's got to happen and I got to find a motor. should start a GoFundMe to get Ollie into a Toyota. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I actually was joking. I was like, I have a new GoFundMe because I was stupid and blew my motor. Like, you know. Yeah, God, I... Oh. Yeah, no. Um, I, <laughs> I was going to get... That's a that's a sore spot for me. I hate those, but... It's a slippery slope. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, but guys, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to me complain bitch moan um you know it's it's a really weird kind of rough time but i feel i've got a good enough network around me in terms of friends family uh, my wife has been nothing but supportive um she's been so great even when we were stuck on the side of the road for hours yeah on the way up here yeah trooper man coming in at 4 30 in the morning like she was just you know she was just like, it is what it is yeah you know and sometimes that's all life is is it is what it is like that is you know, if you can live by those words, then you'd be a much better person than nothing me. Nothing more, nothing less. Just it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. 
So anyways, guys, um, let's pay some bills, and right. uh, we'll talk soon. Up first, DeMello Off-Road, uh, manufacturers, purveyors of fine armor uh, for your Lexus and Toyota vehicles, soon to come the Ford, Broncos, and Rangers. Uh, check him out at DeMelloOffRoad.com. Jason's a good friend, knowledgeable guy, builds really cool shit. Um, if you're in that market, you should buy some. Uh, next up, we got Milestar Tires. Uh, Milestar has been a huge supporter of mine. Uh, my bad habits of breaking shit and also uh, damaging their tires. So they've been really, <laughs> they've been a great sponsor for me since I unfortunately go through them prematurely uh, doing dumb shit. Um, but, you know, they, they also like the fact that I kind of torture test their uh, tires That's for them. That's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of weight and a lot of force being applied. Um, and I hope to get Kate running again to uh, continue this uh little torture test project that is Kate um, for them. But the Patagonias are awesome. Fantastic all around tire. I mean, just driving up here for the, you know, 90 odd hundred miles that we made. <laughs> um, it was a, such a great ride, especially yeah. after suspension has been all dialed and everything's yeah. been working. Like it was just, it felt so good. Um, oh yeah. It was great. So I really look forward to hopefully soon being able to actually go back on the trail with them and, and have fun. Up next is Rebel Off-Road, good friends of ours, been supporting us for a very long time. Um, they've done a lot of work, as you know, on our both of our vehicles. Um, actually, the FJ is going back into them next week because yeah. I'm getting goodies. Um, it's going to get gears <laughs> and a front locker. Very excited about that. Um, and check them out. They've got armor for your JK, JT. Uh, they've got bed racks for your JT and or Tacoma because they're branching out now. These guys are making big moves, making cool stuff. Yeah. So check them out at rebeloffroad.com. And if you're in Texas, you're going to have a Rebel Off-Road location a lot closer to you uh, than you had before, especially if you're in the DFW area. So yeah. check them out, rebeloffroad.com. So guys, uh, one thing, one, please jump online, uh, give us a rating, uh, let us know how we're doing, what we could do better, uh, what we're doing good. Yeah. Like whatever. Uh, it would be great to hear back from you through uh, an Apple rate. Uh, what do you call it? Apple, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Through Apple Podcasts to uh, rate us. Um, also, we are running finally, finally running low on patches. Oh, cool. Um, so you know, if if you like one of those so far so good patches, you can find it on our website at rickverdert.com. Um, still got some t-shirts left. I'm so bad at inventory, but I think <laughs> I think all sizes should be available. But we're getting we're getting low in those awesome. as well. Um, <laughs> But overall, you know, thank you so much for your support over these past few years. Um, I know if you go back and you listen to my story, I am a very chaotic mess. Frank is still <laughs> Frank is still smoothly at Shimano, <laughs> doing his trips that he does bi-yearly and has a very structured life. And I, on the other hand, am a million miles an hour and a hot mess most of the time. So this kid could only stay interesting from exactly, here on out. Exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. It's not boring and it doesn't suck. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So on that note, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Frank at Truck and Truck Base. I am Ali at Kate the Broken Jeep. <laughs> yes.